0: The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery,
1: empowerment, and self love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night wherever. You might be listening to this episode and may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always y'all at the beginning of every one of these episodes, if you are so inclined, please go back and check out any one of our episodes between one and 97 with this being number 98. Oh man, we are so close to 100 y'all. You can check out the episodes on any one of your podcast platforms, but you can also go over to the website at www. SexyCoolLounge.com, okay? And I want to just say thank you to everyone in the universe who has supported this platform, right? You know, thank you for giving us your time and your energy and allowing us to spread some positive energy and good vibes only along your journey, man. So thank you so much for everything. So if you're on social media and you want to follow us over there, uh, Instagram, give us a follow at Lounge, right? Follow us, we'll follow you back, definitely. If you're on Facebook, Y'all know you can always find me there, send me a friend request, and I will friend requests uh, accept the friend requests, okay? And the good news for 2023 is Sexy Cool Lounge has its own channel on YouTube, right? Go on over there, check out my pretty face for a little bit as you hear my voice, hit that notification, right? Hit that bell, give us a comment, give us a like, tell us what you want to hear from us, what you want to see, any topics you want us to, t- to cover, all right? We'll make sure we put it in consideration as well. All right. Thank you. So we got housekeeping out of the way. We are now on to episode number 98. So before I bring in my guest, I want to tell you a little bit about him. All right. Now, he is a motivational speaker and he touches on mental health, right? Specifically, stress, anxiety, depression, and how through living a healthier lifestyle, right? Exercise, eating right, how you can manage those things. Okay. And, and, and we all have been there. Some of us are still in that challenging mode as we speak. So this guy has a lot to say about that. And he's also promoting how to live a better version of yourself. And not only that, but he's also a podcast host. He has a podcast out called a will lee good podcast right a lot of play on words on that but you get the flavor of where he's coming from okay he's a really good guy he's a good friend of mine okay and i want to welcome him now finally into the sexy cool lounge so please give a warm listening ear and a good welcome y'all to my friend mr will lee brother how you doing today
0: Oh man, I love that intro, man. I love it. You just, I'm hype. I'm I'm excited now, man. I'm in the sexy cool lounge. I couldn't be better. Nowhere else for you to be, bro. You know, (laughs) (laughs) be here with me, right? (laughs) I'm good, man. I'm good.
1: You doing good, man? Everything good, man? It's finally good to have you in the sexy cool lounge with me, brother, man. I really mean that.
0: It feels good to be here. It's been long overdue. You know, I'm here. We're making it happen. Congrats on 98, because that's big. And I'm, I'm glad that I can say I was number 98 and I was here.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, man. So you know how this works. Uh, before we even get into anything, first question out of the gate is, Mr. Will Lee, what does sexy cool mean to you?
0: Oh, man, sexy cool. First off, I love the term, okay? To me, sexy cool, like that's, that's something anybody and everybody can have. It, it's, a, it's about a confidence you know, it's, it's sexy. Cool is when you when you put on your outfit and you look in the mirror and you ready to attack the day. Sexy. Cool is is when you wake up and you don't feel like working out or you don't feel like going. and But you say, you know what, I got to show up for myself like that's Sexy. Cool. It's that confidence that you have in yourself.
1: Thank you very much, man. And, you know, the beautiful thing about that question, and I say this all the time, is I can ask that question a million times and I probably have at this point, right? But I'll never get the same answer twice, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's all about the perspective of the person who is giving the answer, right? Absolutely. So thank you for uh, leaving your footprint on that question for the episode. And I really appreciate that. So let's get into the nitty gritty, man. Episode number 98. So the reason why I wanted you on, right? And I've been trying to get you on for the longest time is... (laughs) You're out there making some moves and you're doing some positive things in a way that I feel like I want to highlight, right? And the mental health awareness and the way that you are approaching it through your passion and your platform, right? I wanted to bring you on so that you could share with my listeners the importance of not only mental health awareness, but some of the things that we typically maybe take for granted in that process with stress and anxiety and depression, and how sometimes the things that we eat, or maybe not valuing exercise, even if we just do something at home, we don't always have to pay for a gym membership, but just doing something at home might tip the scales in us having a better handle on our mental health, right? So what I want to do first is, you know, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you came to be from where you were to now this motivational speaker who speaks on these topics, but also the host of a podcast, brother
0: yeah yeah absolutely and and like you're saying man i always say when it comes to mental health and stress and anxiety and depression i always say that everybody deals with it whether it's indirectly or directly right so that means you may not be depressed or be anxious or anything but somebody you know somewhere is right and it's big on how you deal with that person and it's big on how you deal with it with yourself so I feel like it's a topic that no matter who you are, where you are, it's something that you can benefit from, you know? Um, and the way I got into it personally, so I was raised, you know, by, by a single mom, a strong black woman who raised me to be a strong black man. And in that, I was raised to be tough. You know, I was raised to if if something hurts or I'm sad, shake it off and keep going, you know? And... The more you do that, I would just suppress everything that I was feeling and I would just act like it didn't exist and I just push it away. And the more I would do that, it just it. I mean, it's got to go somewhere, you know, so I would push it down, but it would just build up and build up. And then one day it would just all come out. And it got to a point where it's like, man, you know what? This isn't good. I got to address what's going on here before it gets to that point. And. At that point in time, I got a gym membership and I started working out. I started going to the gym. I saw, you know, I got a little bigger, you know, I got got arms, got a little bigger, legs got a little bigger, but I changed more mentally, I think, than I did physically. And I say that because when I'm in the gym and when you're working out, things get hard, you know, like you, you're you, you bench pressing and it, it, it gets to a point where it gets hard, but you might have two, three more reps to go and you got to finish that set. So I would just apply that mindset to life and I would go to work and there'd be something that would be hard, something I didn't want to do. I would think back to, man, when I was in the gym, I remember that set was hard, but I pushed through. Okay, well, let me do that here. Let me apply that to work or in your relationship. You got boyfriend or girlfriend and things get hard in a relationship and it's like you want to quit. But then you think back. And so the more you do that, it just it becomes your mindset. And you start putting your mental clarity above everything else. So you want to make sure that you're good up here. Because I always say if you have a strong mind, your body will follow.
1: You talked about mental clarity. And I wanna I wanna like slow down for a second. And I want you to really like bring home mental clarity. Why tell, first help us understand what mental clarity is. You know, we may understand the words mental clarity. But in the bigger picture, help us understand the value of having mental clarity.
0: Yeah, it's mental clarity is huge. So mental clarity is just the ability to be able to think clearly and not make decisions based on your emotions. Right. So you may be upset and you're mad and you're like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job because I'm mad. You're not thinking clear on that, you know. So (laughs) when you let when you don't let your emotions control your mind and when your mind controls everything, that's mental clarity. And so the, the reason why it's big for me and why I think a lot and the majority of people should pay attention and get there, too, is so that you can be the best version of yourself. Right. It's all about getting better every day, being the best that you can be. And so when you do these things, when you, when you meditate, when you go to the gym, when you work out, when you're just conscious of how you feel and the way you're moving in life, that mental clarity will allow you to make decisions so you can be the best version of yourself.
1: Is it safe to say in the bigger picture of things that mental clarity pretty much rules the day? Like from the oh. time you wake up in the morning So, the time that you go to bed at night, or any executive decisions that may have to be made, whether it's in the course of a day or in the course of a week or months, right? If you look back and say, okay, I made a good decision here, can we safely say it's because that person made that decision in that moment while they had mental clarity, right? And if we made some bad choices, Okay. Or things that we look back and say, you know what, I could have handled that a little differently. Can we safely say that if we looked at the mental clarity part of it, ah, you know, I was a little distracted. I was a little off. I really wasn't focused in on what I should have been like focused in on to make the proper decisions. Is that, is that a fair assessment?
0: I would say that's fair. And like you said, from, from waking up in the morning to, to, you know, you might be feeling, ah, I don't feel like going into work today. I'm going to call in. I think I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to be lazy today, you know, but thinking clearly. And it's like, okay, you make one good decision and then you think back and it's like, man, you know what? I- I'm doing good. I'm on a roll. Let me keep this ball going. And the more you do that, you start to build a habit, right? It becomes a habit. So you're not making these dumb decisions that'll put yourself in a bad position. Because, like I said, it's all about being the best version of yourself. You know, so you know yourself the best. So you know what's going to be the best decision for you in that moment. But when your mind is clear, it's not foggy, you're not emotional. That's when you make your best decisions.
1: For someone that's just now listening to this episode and they're starting to resonate with mental clarity. All right. What would be some suggestions or tips that they can use to recognize where their mental clarity is at the moment and how can they improve that to continue being the best version of themselves as they continue on with
0: their journey? That was a great question. Um, and so for me, I, I, I was a very, very private person. So whatever I was going through, there wasn't anybody that I talked to that I reached out to. But like I said, I just kept it all inside. right? And that's, that's not good because like I said, it builds up and at some point it's got to come out so what i started doing is i started journaling i started writing and the thing about that was i wasn't planning on sharing it with anybody i just needed to get it out right and so the beauty of that is you got to be honest like if you're gonna write if you're gonna journal how you feel you have to be honest or if not there's no point of you doing it okay but what it does is say a week goes by you can go back and you can look and be like okay monday wow, I was feeling really bad on Monday. Like my thoughts were crazy. And you can kind of go back and be like, okay, well, what led up to me thinking or feeling that way? And then make the proper adjustments. And then on the flip side, you can look back and be like, okay, on Thursday, wow, I was in a good mood. I did some good things on Thursday. Well, what led up to that? Well, it's because I got a good night's rest or whatever it may be, but you get to look back and you can see trends and patterns and make adjustments. And so that's, For me, that's how it started. That's what like that was my step one in doing that, is just getting everything out on paper, writing it down. If you're not a private person like me and you have somebody to talk to or a therapist, by all means, you know, that's great too, because you can get that feedback. But for somebody that's just in their own word by themselves, get a journal. You can go to Dollar Store, 99 cents, buy a journal, get a pen, a pencil, and, and start writing how you're feeling.
1: But the key is to also be honest with what you're writing down. is that oh, right? because you have and the reason i'm 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 emphasizing the honest part is I feel like, and this is just my opinion, I feel like there are times when we can be in denial within ourselves and we're not honest with ourselves like sometimes if we make bad choices or we make a bad decision, whether you look at it one way or the other, it was still a bad decision. And I feel like there are times when we may justify a bad decision because we don't want to admit that we made a bad decision, right? So if we're going to do the journaling and we're going to put our thoughts down on on paper so that we can reflect back on them at a later date, the first thing that we really need to do is that whatever we're putting down on paper, we got to be honest with that. For ourselves, even if we're not sharing it with someone else, we still have to be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? Mm, Looking back on it. Yeah, that that was a that wasn't the best decision that I could have made in that in that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Am I hearing that correctly?
0: Oh, yeah, because I mean, if you're not honest with yourself, there's no point. There's no point in doing it because the information that you're going to be looking back at reading is going to be false. So when it comes to those trends and those patterns that I was talking about, you're not going to find those because you're making excuses for yourself, you know, putting down false information on this paper. So you're you're really hurting yourself if you're going to do it like that. So, yes, you have to be honest. And it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. Um, There's been times, man, writing on them papers and looking back, it's like, oh, that's tough to read. Like, was I really like that? But. It's it 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 wakes you up to be like okay I really need to get myself in check. Like that's not me. I know I'm better than this. Let me do do what I gotta do.
1: Why do you think that there are times when we don't want to be self-critical of ourselves? Right? Part of growth is looking back and seeing change, okay, Mm -hmm. or seeing where we could have done something different to be better in that moment. Right. Why do you think that sometimes we're so reluctant to admit fault or admit that this particular decision, uh, could have been handled differently,
0: man? I I think for, for me, it was my ego. My, my ego was really big and it would get in the way of so much. Like, I wanted to be, I wanted to be great. I wanted, I was a perfectionist. I didn't want to make a mistake. Like, you know, it, it was like that. So my ego wouldn't let me get past those things. So it was like, nah, whatever you did is justified because of this and that. And it's like, okay, ego, chill out. Let me be honest with myself. And the more you start to do that and the more you start to write those things and look and see those patterns, it's just building blocks, right? So it gets better and better. So then your ego gets suppressed a little bit and it's not getting in the way of your progression. But ego is very, very big and it'll stop you and it'll hinder you a lot.
1: So let's talk about that for a minute, about the ego portion of it, right? So yeah. if, if, if someone's listening and they're hearing everything that we're saying and they can admit within themselves that, okay, sometimes I do let my ego get, the best of me, right? Or the best of my decisions, right? What are some tips that we can provide them, share with them that will help them minimize the ego portion, always taking front and center in the decision-making process versus being able to look at it objectively and say, you know what, I know my ego wants it this way, but the reality of the honesty of what I need to do to to grow and be the better person for myself is this.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, like that's it right there. It's it's the ego is there, but you it's it's not always a bad thing, right? You you have to look at it and you have to accept it, and I feel like when you do that and you're honest with yourself you get to open yourself up to so much more because you get to learn you get to m- see mistakes you made and then correct them you know like that's just life man you know we all go through life we all make mistakes we all do things that we shouldn't have done but learn right like you can learn from it and i think that's where it comes with wh- when it comes from the ego is like you learn from it don't just let it defeat you Don't just let it get you down, but be honest and learn from it. And when you can learn from it and apply those different lessons, that's where growth happens.
1: You talked about the acceptance part of it. Yeah. And in my head, I feel like some people are very reluctant to accept things about themselves, right? You know, we we talk about that, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror. You know, do you like what you see in the mirror? Some people don't want to look in the mirror so that they don't have to make the decision of, I don't like what I see, right? Some Uh of us look in the mirror and we like what we see and we've made those adjustments and improvements and we've accepted certain flaws about ourselves. That we're not so self-critical on, but that we're willing to adjust to become the better version of ourselves, not only today, but tomorrow on our journey, right? So the question that I have for you is the acceptance part. How do we help people accept who they are right now so that they can, in turn, become the better version of themselves tomorrow?
0: Yeah. And so I, I'll, I'll start off by saying this. None of this is by any means easy, right? It, it's a work in progress. It's nothing that you're going to get overnight. It's nothing that you think like, oh, if I make a mistake, like, oh, that's it. I got to quit. Like, no. It's, a, it's constantly a work in progress. But the acceptance part of it is the part that's going to allow you to move forward. So um, let, let's put it like this, uh, an, an example that everybody can kind of relate to, right? So let's say Let's say you hop in your car and one of your tires is, is going flat, right? But you're like, oh, no, nah, like, it's fine. Like, I don't I don't feel like dealing with it. It's OK. I'm not even worried about it. And you're just driving here and you're going back and forth to work. Eventually, the tire is going to blow out and you're going to be in a way worse situation, right? Now, you may not want to have to deal with going, oh, I got to go to the tire shop and they got to put some air in it and You may not want to deal with that. So you just keep driving. But eventually that tire is going to blow out and it can cause way more problems than already exist. Right. But the moment you walk outside and you accept that, you say, man, you know what? My tire is getting flat. Let me just take it to the tire shop. It may be a little inconvenient, but I know in the long run it'll benefit me. Right. I, I feel like this in life, There's laws that all apply to everything in just different situations. So, you take that same principle and you apply it to yourself. You look in the mirror or you look inside of yourself and you see something you don't like, and you're like, ah, you know, whatever, I'm gonna just keep going. It's gonna lead to something that can cause way bigger issues already. But when you look in and you accept and you see, man, you know what? my ego's getting in the way. I need to do something about it. It may be convenient. It may, you know, not be what I want to do in the moment, but I know in the long run it's for the best. And so that's when it comes to that acceptance part. You got to think you're doing it for yourself, right? And you sh- you have to love yourself. You have to want to be the best version of yourself. So when you accept it and you start making them changes, oh man, you're unstoppable. You can re- you can become unstoppable. <laughs>
1: The unstoppable part is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. And I needed you to just basically, in a chronological way, take us from step one to the unstoppable. And that's why I wanted to have the conversation with you here to help us understand what the steps are. And if we try to circumvent one step over the other without the full process, then we'll never get to the unstoppable part because once we're there, no one can stop you because you put every brick in alignment that there are no pitfalls and you can have support in, in, in your temple, if you will, of, of moving up. Right. Am I hearing that right?
0: Oh yeah. And, and, and that's, that's big because it is a process right and it's a process that you have to follow that you have to go by but like you said you put all of those bricks in place and so when something comes up it's like it's not going to knock you off your game because you've already been there done that you already oh i didn't I, i've addressed this that brick is in place i'm solid I'm good, you know, and that's that's what I want everybody to get to. I want everybody to be solid, to be confident, to be cool, and that's that sexy cool vibe. You know what I mean? Like when you got that confidence in yourself, when you're solid, that's sexy cool.
1: That is sexy cool, uh, in 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 more ways than one. Absolutely, brother. So you talk about eating, right, and yep. the importance of healthy foods. a healthy mindset. And if you could just take a minute and share with, share with us the importance, right. Of eating healthy. And, you know, we, we all have those moments when, you know, we, we kind of, you know, eat whatever we want, or sometimes we may not have the best of things and that's okay in the bigger picture of life. Right. So, but if we, if we're trying to start with a better mental process so that we can make some decisions, as we've talked about in this episode, better, right? A portion of that is eating healthier, right? On more occasions than not. It's okay to have the cheat food, if you will, in in abundance and and in certain portions, right? But in a bigger picture, why is it important for us to start selecting healthier choices as it relates to our mindset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, first off, man, your body is your temple, you know, like that's, that's where you are. It's, you're a walking billboard. Like when people see you, they, they, they look at you and, and whether you like it or not, they they will judge you based off of how you look. And so If you're waking up and you're eating cheesecake every day and you're eating Popeyes and, you know, obviously everybody's different, you know, so it's not a one size fits all for eating healthy and everything. Everybody's different. But like you said, (laughs) you want to make sure that the majority of it are feeding your body and your mind in a positive way. So if you know you're eating a bunch and you wake up and you're feeling sluggish in the morning and you don't want to do anything, Okay, that's probably not the best thing for you. And that's where it goes back to the acceptance, to the being honest. You have to look back and say, okay, you know what? That's not allowing me to be the best version of me. So let me let me go ahead and draw back and make adjustments because you can wake up in the morning, feel sluggish, be like, oh, no, I'm fine. Like, I can go. And that's where that ego is. You know, that's that ego that's talking. So, yes. <laughs> like i said the, the body's the temple man so what you put in your body you want to make sure that it's giving you the best results and allowing you to be the best you can be and you're doing it for yourself
1: if, if you guys are looking at this on youtube i'm smiling for what he's saying because he's taken everything that he has uh shared with us today and he's kind of wrapped it up in a really nice package right he's talked about the acceptance He's talked about the mental awareness. Right. He's talked about the different type of foods that help support the mental clarity in order for us to have the acceptance to then be on the journey of having living a better version of ourselves. So he's taken everything and he's wrapped it up. And I'm just uh, I'm at all. But you are a motivational speaker and you clearly know how to package that on this show. But my point is, is that you've taken everything that you just said and you've given the reasons behind it and you've packaged it at in a, in a big presented package in a bow on the end of it, right? The acceptance, the mental clarity, the eating healthier, why we should eat healthier. Yes. Do we have cheat days from time to time? Yeah. But if you have the more cheat days throughout the week, then you, you, try to strive to eat healthier, then when you wake up sluggish in the morning or you feel like you can't get through your day or you feel tired, then the acceptance part is now of more value than the ego because you have to accept the fact that that's what I chose to eat over the last three days. And now the product that I'm putting out in the performance that my body is giving me isn't acceptable to me. So now I have to accept the fact that I need to do what? I need to change. I need to change some of my eating habits, but the mental clarity that you talked about in the beginning is part of what helps you get to the acceptance. Correct.
0: Am I, I hearing mean, right? it, it, it all comes full circle and, and see the, the thing about it is it's just about being the best version that you can be being the best version of yourself. And then the reason why I feel like that's so big, man, it's because nobody's seen Jimmy IV before you existed you know you're unique you're you're you and the world needs to see you at your best you know like we don't know what jimmy IV is capable of the sky is the limit and i would love to see you reach the sky but if you're over there eating bad and not waking up early in the morning and not being your best we ain't never gonna see that and you know so if everybody was the best version of yourself who knows what you're capable of like we don't like we're so powerful in ourselves And when you are putting in place and you're in a good routine and you're doing those things, putting yourself in positions, not only are you the best version of yourself, but you open different doors and opportunities that may not have been there if you weren't at that position.
1: I I totally agree with everything that you're saying, brother. And thank you so much for putting your footprint on the mental clarity part and the acceptance. Now, I want to kind of circle back to something you talked about in the beginning of the episode, which was as you grew up as a young man, right, you were kind of either taught or not taught to handle like certain emotions and you kept them bottled up inside. So kind of where I want to go right now is I want to get your thoughts on men's mental health. OK, and I feel like we don't spotlight as a society men's mental health. Right. And, and I'm not trying to separate men versus women, but I do want to just highlight men's mental health. Right. And I'm talking about the guy who's in the relationship, who works his butt off to try to provide and do everything else. And, you know, he's got so much on his plate and on his shoulders. And I'm not saying that they're not women out there who don't either. So please don't take this men versus women type of thing, but I'm just trying to bring to light the men out there who feel like they grew up a certain way. Right. And they don't know how to handle or deal with in the proper way, mental health, Challenges, if you will, you understand what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. like it's okay to say that you're not okay, right yeah and 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 maybe as men, we need to say that to each other. But the point that I want to try to get to is, one, please talk about men's mental health and how that is so vital, but also what are women, right? And when I yep. say our women, I don't mean in property. I mean the, the relationship, the partnership, what can be done to support that so that we can encourage and empower men to share their emotions and don't feel like if they do that, that they're soft or they're weak or that their feelings that they're sharing are minimized because it's coming from a guy versus coming from a woman. There's where I want to try to go with that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and man, I, I love it because that's a big reason why I stepped into this space, you know, and, and, and I'll, and i I want to take it a, a step further. And and like you said, it's not a men versus women type thing is it's never been anything like that. And even just as a black man myself, you know, like being raised as a, as a black man and black men in general, a lot of black men are raised to be tough, you know, to, 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 to thug it out if, if something gets hard or anything like that. And, you know, we don't show emotions. If you're sad, suck it up, if, you know, rub some dirt on it or whatever. But it's funny because you say like being looked at it being soft or anything like that, but it's like showing emotions and accepting your emotions takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of strength to do that. And it's one of those things, like I said, growing up, and, like, having a journal and writing, it's like, if I told my boys, like, hey, man, I got a journal and I write my emotions, it's like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> you know. But it's like that narrative needs to change because it's so important. Like, men have emotions, too. Obviously, we're all human. If you cut anybody on Earth, we're all going to bleed. We're all the same. And there's been this stigma around men And they got to be strong and they got to be masculine and this and that. And it's like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, we go through things, you know, and from my personal experience, going through things and bottling it up and holding it inside is not going to lead to anything good because it's going to come out at some point. And the scary thing is, is you don't know how or when that's going to come out, you know. So, yes, uh, mental health for men for black men it, it in general, it's a big thing. And that's, like I said, we, we talked about the podcast and having that, but that's, that's big. That, that's something that I always wanted to shed light on. That's something that I always wanted to do. You know, men a lot of times are seen as leaders in a relationship and it's not that that has to be that way or anything. Obviously that can be 50, 50, or however you personally set up your relationship, but having, responsibility on your shoulders and having to go to work and provide and do this and that, if you're bottling up those things and you don't have an outlet or a release, like I said, you don't know how or when that's going to come out, but it will. And so it's good to get a grasp on that early.
1: And I think part of getting a grasp on it is sometimes in relationships or with work. Okay. Or maybe uh family, related things. And we don't come home and we talk to our partner or talk to our girlfriend, our boyfriend, you know, and, and, and everybody's relationship is different. But the point that I think I really want to try to highlight here is in a partnership, there needs to be the opportunity to communicate and share how a person is feeling in any given moment, even if they're vulnerable, right? They should be able to share that with their partner. but their partner should also be in a place where they can accept that vulnerability. Right. And that information that is being freely shared with them at the capacity of saying, I value what you're saying to me and let's do something about it together. Because to me, that's partnership, right?
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And having that communication and communication in a relationship is, is, Big, so big, but having a partner and knowing that you can talk to them and you can confide in them and the things that you're telling them, they're not gonna use back against you. Because I think that's what happens a lot, is people will open up, they'll express the way they feel, especially men with their mental health or how they're feeling, what happened during their day, and then it'll get thrown back to them. And they're like, Man, you know what? I'm shutting it down, I'm never opening up again, I'm never talking. So, yes, having a partner that values what you're saying, that will listen to what you're saying and say, okay, you know what? Let's figure this out. I'm here to help you. I'm going to support you, whatever you need. That's big time. That is big time.
1: It is big time, brother. And coming from you, it is on the biggest of big times, brother. So (laughs) I really appreciate your insight on all of that. So you have a podcast and it's called A Will Lee Good podcast. Tell us about the podcast,
0: brother. Yeah. I wish I could take credit for that name, man, but I didn't come up with it, but it was a friend of mine and it was just so good. I had to stick with it. Um, but yeah, man, it's mental health and fitness and just conversations, right? Just, just conversations. So on there, I I give different tips. I I give different experiences. Um, I got people on there that I interview, but I, I honestly, like, I just wanted to create a space, and a place where people could go to get valuable information or to get something that they could benefit from, right? I didn't want to just sit in front of a camera and talk and waste time. I I wanted to provide value. And I wanted to step into this lane because first off, there's not a lot of men that talk about mental health. There's not a lot of Black men that talk about mental health, you know, and so it's like just being able to, to have that and to provide that space and just to be there, it can change, even if it's just one person, if one person watches the video and they're like, man, you know what? I'm going to start journaling. And they do that and they improve. Hey, that's a win. That That's a win right there because it's one person that's improving, becoming better. And so that that's, that's the gist of the podcast. But yes, I just wanted to create a space where people could go to get some type of value on mental health.
1: And that's the reason why I had you on the show, brother, because to me, that positive energy and good vibes only that you're spreading out through your platform is something that needs to be highlighted and exposed in the biggest way possible. So, thank you for what you're doing, not only with your podcast, but with your mission. Okay. I'm proud of you, brother. You're doing some really great things. And I wish you all the best of luck and the continued success that you're having. So, Tell everybody where we can find you. How can we continue to support what you're doing? If anybody has any questions or they just want to rap with you and vibe with you, how can we connect with you, brother?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that, man. I I really do. Um, But first and foremost, I'm on YouTube. So like you said, it is a Will Lee Good Podcast. It's spelled like my name, Will Lee, um, on YouTube. And I upload videos weekly. So there's tons of information. And what I will say too, on the mental health and fitness thing, I, I like making those videos, and I wanted to step into that because it's not a trend, or it's not something that's hot now that's going to fall off tomorrow. Like I made, I got videos from two years ago that are still relevant today, you know. And so that's why I wanted to step into that. So first and foremost, you can find me on YouTube. Um, you can follow my Instagram. It's Will Lee Good Pod. So just Will Lee Good Pod on Instagram. And I also just created a Reddit page for people who like to write. So if you're a writer, Will Be Good Writing is on Reddit. And what I do is Monday through Saturday in the morning, I'll put up a writing prompt. And it's not anything heavy. It's not anything crazy. But it's just a writing prompt. And you can just go on there and you can just write five pages. You can write a sentence. You can write a paragraph, whatever you want to do. Um, But it's just that is just a space for people to share their creative writing, Um, because like I said, I journal and I write, too. So YouTube, Instagram and Reddit.
1: That's great. And if uh, anyone is interested in following or reaching out to him and didn't have a chance to write that down, don't worry about it. It will be in the show notes and you'll be able to find his information, all social media links and the Reddit platform through there. All right, yep. so Mr. Will Lee, it has been a pleasure finally oh, having you in the sexy cool lounge. <laughs> it has been, it, you know, we we've known each other for uh, I'd say about two two and a half years, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, life took us in different directions for a moment, but the universe always has a way of bringing things back into alignment that need to be in alignment, and the universe brought you and I back into a connection and look at us now, man, we got right. this episode done, <laughs> right? So I want to thank you for finally uh, getting an opportunity to uh, put your footprint into the sexy, cool lounge, man. And I wish you nothing but continued succession. I'm so proud of how you have chosen to take on mental health awareness and make it your mission and your platform to speak on it because you are doing some really good things with it, brother. Thank you very much.
0: Oh man, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. And you know what? Like just seeing you, man, seeing how many countries you're in, how many cities you're in, that's just so motivating. It's just so motivating to see like you're going, you're you're growing, you're getting this message out, and it's just the the, the vibe you got, man, the swag, like it's it's contagious, man, and I love it. <laughs>
1: You had to go there right at the end of the show. All right. We're gonna leave it on that, right? You 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 got me. So now I gotta be on your show so that I can get the last one at the end of the show, bro. So y'all stay tuned on that. But all right, family. But listen, Will, it's been a pleasure having you in here, man. Uh much success to everything that you're doing, brother. And I'm truly proud of you. And family, listen, you know what I always say to you guys: love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget that even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Iv. I love you guys and I will see you on the next episode.